This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 141, Xanadu, the 2000 version, not the 1980 version. The 2000 version of Xanadu was the 48th track on the flashback box set, 16th song on disc 3. In 2001, Jeff Lynne wrote on ELOmusic.com, It's a whole new track, really. I re-recorded it because I always liked the song. I really liked Olivia Newton-John's version of it, but I fancied having a go at singing it. I like the chord structure. In the 2008 book, Wembley or Bust, Jeff wrote, The production on the original Xanadu wasn't quite as I wanted it, but it isn't bad. The original is a bit too pop for me, just a little bit too sweet. But the tune is still really good, and that's why I wanted to do another version of the song. So I took out all the fluffy bits off, and now it's a straight rhythm guitar tune. All this has happened before, and it will all happen again. Hi, I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And we circle back once again to Xanadu. And the version that I listened to when you told me I was supposed to listen to Xanadu. <laughs> back back about a year ago when we were at 1980. Exactly. And you said, okay, today's song is Xanadu. Okay. <laughs> Look up Xanadu. Hey, this is actually a lot better than I thought it was. There's no Olivia Newton-John on this. Nope. Wait a minute. (laughs) Really, I got to say that Olivia Newton-John's version was not that bad. This time around, Jeff Lynne keeps the best elements of the original, which is mainly that piano line. Then updates it to, I wouldn't say more of the ELO sound of the time that he was doing, but at least to more of a traveling Wilbury sound. In fact, he even goes a little Orbisy in it. Orbisony, I should say doing that little vocal thing he does where he tries to imitate old Roy in parts, and it works. He keeps his voice at a good register, does not try to imitate Olivia (laughs) Newton-John, which is a good thing, but completely redoes the song so that it sounds like kind of an electric light orchestra song, just maybe Secret Messages style, but with the Wilburys influence Mm. in there since he'd been working with Tom Petty and George Harrison and everybody by that time. Um... After hearing both, I don't think I really prefer one over the other. I actually do like them both. They both have their appeal. This has the appeal of, it's not cheesy. (laughs) Olivia Newton-John has the appeal of, huh, well, she's actually not that bad of a vocalist when you give her something other than just a dull contemporary background Hmm. to use. Yeah. Well, she was never that bad of a vocalist. It's just that 
Uh, yeah. Her partner uh, usually just gave her crap songs. <laughs> she got very lucky with Grease, but otherwise a lot of the pop songs that she was given was... Uh, yeah, <laughs> about Manila level. Yeah, I listened to the Xanadu episode that we did just to sort of compare and also try not to say the same things. And yeah, you brought up Manilow back then too. So the people who were saying, what, you guys are doing Xanadu again, why didn't you cover this when we did the song from the movie? Because there have been plenty of episodes where we cover the original and the Jeff Lynne remake much later. Uh, the difference is this is such a different version of this song. This is like completely different, unlike some of... The, some. Unlike all the other Jeff Lynne covers himself cover songs that sound pretty much just like the original, only hollower and flatter than what the original was. In 2000? Was it early 2001? I think it was early 2001. When I uh, got the box set, at the time in my head, Xanadu, the 1980 version was mm, yeah, Xanadu. And not because I thought it was a bad song, it's because I had heard it a lot in 1980. Listened to Top 40 Radio. I even bought the single. And I think even when I bought the single, it was kind of like, eh, mm, I like the song, I got a dollar. Sure, I'll buy it. And it seems a perfectly fine song. It's just in my head, it's just, I heard this a lot. So... When I heard the new version, and I was wondering, how did what did he do? How did he do? What what did he do? What did he do to change it? Does how different does it sound? And it sounds really different. And when I heard the new version, I liked it. I liked it a lot more than the original version. But that's because I hadn't actually sat down and listened to the original version in I don't know twenty years or something. Because again, ugh, Xanadu again. So this was the one that I listened to a lot more, and I loved it. I thought it was great. Jeff's voice is so wonderful here. I love it. There are the little bits that were really synthed up, really glittered up, really shinied up in the Xanadu version that actually sounded really good in the stripped-down version, where it's just guitar, bass, drums. That piano thing that thought, oh, that's great. That's a nice reference that he kept that there. So, it, yeah, I, I just thought it was great. And then, when we covered the 1980 version, was... I think the next time I actually listened to the old original version and I was like oh yeah I forgot how great this song is so now it's like you know what I I I can't really say which one I like better than the other because they're both pretty fantastic I mean in their own ways I think they're great the orchestra really helps build up the song in the 1980 version and even though it's missing here in the 2000 version it's still a great song I think that's probably how you can tell if a song is pretty great. If people are going to say that the 1980 version depended on a big sound with those glittery synthesizers and, and Olivia's sweet, smooth voice, I can see where they're coming from with that. But then you got Jeff's stripped-down version with just him and his voice, and it's still a damn good song, then 
I guess pretty much at its basic core, it's a damn good song. I'm going to say no matter what you do to it. Well, there are things that you can probably do to it. (laughs) There are a lot of cover versions, and I didn't listen to any of them, so there might be some way that somebody could screw up what is really pretty much a pretty damn good song. Xanadu by Slipknot. Um... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I want to hear a Cardi B version of Xanadu. That, yeah, that could probably be a way to ruin it. Yep. Yeah. Cardi B and featuring Megan the Stallion. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I've heard the song. And, well, when you're talking about bathing a cat... <laughs> I mean, yeah, you sometimes do need a mop in a bucket later on because that cat just gets water everywhere after you've tried to get that grease off of its fur. The thing is, what I'm wondering is, what is an ass pussy? I don't know if it's better if you get it in water and make it a... It's a cat that you use around the donkeys to keep them docile. I see. So you get them wet so it keeps the ass pussies in line. Okay. Exactly. See how I keep knocking this back into family-friendly territory. Well, this is the stuff that goes on the expanded episodes. And okay. Yeah. <laughs> the expanded episode, okay, where we review WAP. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. There, we don't have to review it anymore. It's three minutes of pop rap with some guys screaming about whores in the house. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> I heard, yeah, I heard a parody on Dr. Demento, and if it's anything like the original, there's no reason for me to listen to it. Why would they do a parody of it? The thing is not really meant to be taken seriously in the first place. I mean, seriously, if you're a woman and you need a mop and a bucket, you need a doctor. Well, <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I'm not exactly a medical expert, but I think at that point that I'm dialing 911. Right. Because there's something else happening there. There's not. <laughs> I don't think I turned her on that much. You are physically repulsive, intellectually retarded, vulgar, insensitive, selfish, stupid, you have no taste, a lousy sense of humor, and you smell. I'm glad this is all going on the expanded version. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, okay, back to stuff we can actually yes. <laughs> yes. give to ELO fans yeah. other than uh, a sick stomach. Um, yeah. <laughs> basically, I agree with you that there was a lot more to this song than what a lot of people would have thought because Jeff Lynn doesn't sound like he just decided, oh, let's redo Xanadu. <laughs> yeah. On four. For <laughs> a place. It sounds like he went, I'm redoing Xanadu. I love this song, and I think it's time for an update. And I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it well. Yeah. Now, this would have been a good single to release to promote the box set. Yeah, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, because at this point, ELO was still basically, uh, if you're an ELO fan, of course you're going to want to go ahead and get this second box set of stuff that he's released in the last 10 years. Yeah. Which actually, I, I shouldn't mock it because there's plenty on here that's not on the other one, which is all these remastered songs and everything. So there is a reason to get both box sets, unlike a lot of other bands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't have to hear the millionth version of 25 or 6 to 4. No. As great as the original is. Yeah. But for this particular one, this would have been a great single to say, hey... We've got a new box set out. Jeff Lynn's recording some new stuff for it. And here's a sample of it. Throw this and, hey, put out a limited vinyl single, because at the time vinyl was also kind of like a niche niche market still. And put out a vinyl single with this and the Grigo concerto on the back. 
and put it on colored vinyl. Yeah, I, I definitely would have. <laughs> As a limited edition. Yeah, I would have. Because 2000, it still took two hours to download a song, so <laughs> yeah, you don't really yeah. want to do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I mean, this is something we'll get into with Zoom. It's kind of a dark time in ELO history. It's still the younger kids. Who? It's not even, you like classical music. It's what? And the older people, they're like, oh yeah, I, I remember them in the 70s. They had that Don't Bring Me Down thing. The one video that VH1 played of Electric Light Orchestra all the time, Don't Bring Me Down. Yeah. This is the first time that anything from the movie made it onto an ELO compilation in America. I know there's label contract agreements or whatever, at least in America, for why the Xanadu stuff never made it on a compilation. Over in England, it was on Jet. Over in America, it was an MCA, and ELO was a Jet label band. So my thinking was, another good reason for remaking it, other than it seemed like Jeff really did want to do this, which also helps that it wasn't like, yeah, I, I, I guess, if I got to do something from that album. Nice to finally have something from Xanadu, even though if it wasn't from the original soundtrack, on an ELO compilation in America. Definitely was, yeah. And have we had proper recordings of, of any of this on anything yet? Well, I know Xanadu is on Spotify, the whole album. Okay. So they probably took that from where they take that stuff from. I don't know, original tapes, properly released them, yeah, CDs. They, they would yeah. still use them, yeah. yeah. And then they screw them up by having somebody who never touched them in the first place remaster them, but yeah. that's beside the point. Yeah, yeah. All right, I think we've covered more than we needed to about Xanadu. <laughs> Much more than we needed to. <laughs> yeah, okay. Got something to say about Xanadu? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? place where nobody dared to go. <sighs> the love that we came to know. <sighs> they call it Xanadu. <laughs> Welcome to Kmart. Hello, it's me down up behind that Xanadu website deal, and here's my take on OG. Guess what? Xanadu Part 2, 2000 version, whatever the hell it's called, really. Well now, talk about distance healing wounds of many sorts. This was the biggest surprise coming out of the entire set, as Jeff made many loud indications of ditching the old ELO sound. I'm guessing that the basic function of this track was to showcase the old with the new ELO, and changes are many. No strings, no moog pixie dust and crescendos, no choir, no Olivia, no 1980 at all. Leaving just behind the bare 2000 sound essentials. Jeff doing all the instrumentals, consistent 4x4 beat and a lot of guitars. If you love everything about the original, you'll probably be disappointed with the stripped down Geo Metro compared to the Rolls Royce. After the bipolar shock wore off, I got into the swing of things and became glad at the very least Jeff lined up enough to revisit the song and on a certain level the legacy behind it. I had little to complain about Jeff's sound at that time as his productions were George Harrison, Randy Newman, Brian Wilson, Tom Petty had left a pleasant rocking effect on me and I have revisited them ever since. 
And while I was a bit off with the stripped-down arrangement of Xanadu, I was still happy with it. This would lead indirectly to Jeff opening his historic 2014 combat concert in Hyde Park with All Over the World and would later incorporate both Xanadu songs in his regular touring set. Yep, let the healing begin. By the way, if you're still looking for the old Xanadu Rolls Royce smell somewhere in what is now called Jeff Lent's ELO, check out the version of his new concert album DVD package Wembley or Bust which combines both old and new. Not bad. Oh, hey, this is Troy, and the doctor is in. Oh, no, we're doomed. Well, finally. We get an idea of what Xanadu would have sounded like if ELO had recorded their own version without Olivia Newton-John. And whereas I do think I agree with Jeff in the liner notes to Flashback, Xanadu, the original, was sung so brilliantly by Olivia Newton-John, and he probably thought he couldn't top that. Well, he didn't really have to, but I'm glad he did finally cut a version of it himself. I like the rockabilly groove that he kind of added to his version. It kind of gives it something extra special that distinguishes it from the movie soundtrack version of the song. And I think if you added full orchestration with strings and all that to Jeff's version, I think you would have a really good idea of what a full-blown electric light orchestra version of the song would have sounded like, and maybe if they had decided to do, instead of writing music for the movie Xanadu, if Jeff had decided to do a concept album about Kubla Khan, the uh, character in the Samuel Taylor Coleridge poem who builds Xanadu, or even a concept album on the poems of Samuel Taylor Coleridge, but they might have been venturing too far into Alan Parsons' project territory there. But, as it stands, I do like the original, yes, I admit it, and I love this version that Jeff put on Flashback, and I'm glad he did it. This has been a thought from Troy. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? Hey guys, just so you know, Chocolate, which is my toy dog, is really interested in the microphone, so he is sniffing it. (laughs) That's how he barks, sorry about uh, that. I like the song, and the song was... Can I do? That's how he says Santa do. Bye! Wow, she liked it! Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 142, Indian Queen 